0: Holdin' the Ball, the podcast with Mike and Bomber.
1: Can you hear me?
0: I yep. can hear you. Yep, yep. Good okay, thing.
1: okay, we're all in.
0: Jeez, you kicked it off nicely there. Welcome along. This is Holding the Ball, the podcast. Here we are. Uh, this is episode number three. Mike and Bomber, we're back in the studio. We are. woo
2: <laughs> we, we made it.
0: How the heck did we manage to get those three episodes? The first one's up, everything's gone well, and now we're back here again. That's pretty special. I think things are going well.
2: Yep, we've loving got- the support from everyone out there. Yeah, it's been good. huge support. Um, yeah. So we've uh, we've
0: we seem to hit upload, and it went across the world almost instantly. Right, so Wooshka, we're on, we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, um, and all the other podcasting apps, and it's huge. So we've got some yeah, we are. Listens. We've got some
1: uh, listens from all over the world. Exactly. Shout exactly. out to uh, I think we've got a. Eight listens in Ann Arbor in the United States. I don't know who's (laughs) over there, but thanks for listening.
2: Probably Aussies or something. Didn't Mm. you say we're on some podcast list or something as well? Yeah.
1: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it
0: was like a retweet or something, or other. Yeah. In the last episodes, we mentioned that we were going to get the, uh, the, the email address up, the Twitter and all that sort of stuff. So, Mike, what was the email address? Yeah.
1: So, where you can catch us at holdingtheballpodcast at gmail.com. And if you're on Twitter, it's at holdballpod. And shout out to that bloke who's got at holding the ball. Uh, we really wanted that, so thanks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we might have to pay him in uh, retweets or something. Yeah, if or you're other. out there, let us know. We might be able to do a deal. Six-pack. <laughs> <laughs> Your currency. Mid-strength, maybe. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Bomber, let's kick it off. A couple of shout-outs.
2: Well, uh, I uh, received uh, from one of our early subscribers, and it's fantastic. Thank you if you have subscribed, uh, some potential jokes. I know this is a, a footy podcast, but... Uh, Given the current plight of our cricketers, despite the fact we had a win yesterday in the one days, uh, which is terrific, um, given the plight of our Test team, there are a few jokes that were sent out by one Patrick Davis. Uh, so big shout out to you! Uh, I thought I'd flick a few of these across the airwaves and see how we go. So you ready for these? These are rippers, absolute <laughs> yeah. corkers. Dad would be proud. So what do you get if you cross the Aussie cricket team with an Oxo cube? No idea. <laughs> a laughing stock. Ah! Hmm. Need the drum roll. I'll get a... some sound effects for the next episode. Oh, good, eye. Eh? Uh, <laughs> that was a dad joke. It was shocking. Okay, here we go. What, what's the height of optimism? Six foot? I don't know. Uh, Aussie <laughs> batsman putting on sunscreen. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. right, here we go again. What's the difference between an Aussie batsman and a Formula One car? Yep, stumped. I don't know, one's got wings? (laughs) Uh, Close. Nothing. If you blink, you'll miss them both. Uh, A couple more here. What do Aussie batsmen and... Oh, maybe we shouldn't do this one. What do Aussie batsmen and drug addicts have in common? Uh... (laughs) Oh. Yeah. <laughs> both, we might cut this one out. Both spend most of their time wondering where the next score will come from. Maybe Ooh. we'll cut it out. Mm, oh, yeah, okay. anyway. Yeah. All right. We'll have to put the explicit tag on this episode. Yeah, we'll, yeah. All right, this one's not as bad. <laughs> it may seem bad, but it's not. What does an Aussie batsman who is playing in the test have in common with Michael Jackson? Ther- Ther- thriller? I don't know. <laughs> I like the reference there, but they both wore gloves for no apparent reason. Oh, and what is the difference between Cinderella and the Aussies? I don't know. Cinderella knew when to leave the ball. <laughs> oh, mm. <laughs> special shout out yeah, to Henry that. Fish. That one's good. Yeah, I, I like that like one. Like okay, that. two yeah. more. Uh, what's the difference between the Aussies and a funeral director? Is it more light. Oh no, I don't know. It's <laughs> not about death. A funeral director isn't going to lose the ashes. Now I still think okay. we won't, but.
1: Uh, Really? Yeah, well, you know. You
2: are dreaming. Mm. <laughs> well, you know. Anyway, I think last women's one. The
1: cricket team could beat us at the moment. Yeah,
2: I know. But, you know. <laughs> India's the best team in the world here. Come on, yeah, let's true, cut true. us some slack. Anyway, last one. Mitchell Marsh's wife rang the cricket ground looking for him. Bloke says, he's just gone into bat. She says, oh, that's okay. I'll wait. He won't be long. <laughs> oh, there <laughs> we go. All right. Thank you very much, Pat, for those. Did Pat literally send you all of those jokes? He did. I don't know. What does Pat do? (laughs) Pat... Uh, does wonderful things in the community uh, mm. Providing uh, happiness for all those out there
0: The jokes, that's
2: good Shout <laughs> yeah, so nice. out to the Pat podcast uh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll have to tee
0: up a, a little bit of cross promotion with him That's great Okay, well uh, I guess we should get into our podcast So today uh, we're going to keep on rolling with our pre-season thoughts So um, the last couple of episodes we've featured three teams per episode We're going to continue that again today Today Brisbane, Hawthorne and Gold Coast Should yes. we get into it? We
2: can. Do it.
0: The Holding the Ball Podcast.
2: I was stoked when I pulled Brisbane out of the hat. Uh, They are one of the real... Please explain. ...exciting teams, exciting prospects for 2019. Get around Brisbane, everybody. So, Mm. big inclusions, and as uh, Mike across the table here just brushes a tear away from his eye, big inclusion is Lockie Neal.
1: Yeah, very disappointed about the departure from Frio, but uh, I guess that's one of those things that had to happen to get the guys get in. The other got. guys in, yeah.
2: Um, so Lockie Neal, Lincoln McCarthy, who apparently is good mates with Lockie Neal, up from Geelong. Yeah. Uh, one of the late ones was Marcus Adams from the Bulldogs. Interesting one. Is West Australian? He. Yes, mm. absolutely, uh, and uh, a big one. I think that. Possibly hasn't been talked about as much is Jared Lyons up from the Gold Coast as a delisted mm. free agent. I reckon that is huge, but I'll talk about that more in a minute. Out, obviously, the big one there is Dane Beams. Um, we'll talk about that, what that means. Sam May's off to Port. Um, Jack Frost retired, and Tom Bell was delisted. Um, but looking at um, at Brisbane, I see their strength as just the pure youth and talent that they've got. Have a listen mm. to this. So we've got. Seven first round picks since 2015. So we've got Cam Rayner, who was obviously first pick last year and showed glimpses of just what talent he's got. You've got Humor Cluggage, which not only is the best name in the comp, uh, but was <laughs> pick number three in 2016. You've got Hitwood, who's pick 14 the year before in 2015. Uh, Zach Bailey from the 2017 uh, draft was taken pick 15. Uh, Jared Berry, number 17 of 16. And then, uh, Brendan, Brandon, Brandon West Aussie was taken pick 18 of 2017's draft. So they had three picks in the 2017 first round. Mm. Then they took Eli, I hope I'm saying that right, Eli Smith with, uh, an end of first round pick in the most recent draft. And obviously also they've got Alex Witherden, who was taking, taken early second round 2016. So that's since they had a massive exodus when you saw guys like Yo, Aish, Pollock, Rockliffe, all those guys leave. They've replenished with all this talent. Um, so I think that um, this talent is almost all that slot straight into their best lineup. So I think huge cause for excitement uh, for the future of Brisbane. Do you think that they'll hold on to them all given that they lost all their last lot of talent? I think they'll hold on to most of them. Um, you know, like I think that they've they've put the right people in the right places up there i think and we'll talk about chris fagan a little bit more shortly um, but i think they're creating an environment where people want to stay and people want to be a part of it and and if success comes i think those those people will stay you know mm. brisbane haven't i don't think have experienced finals since i think it was like 2009 or something so i you know if a few things go right i think this could be the year um yeah, it's interesting
1: that, like, Lockie Neal going up there, which has no, he has no sort of link to Brisbane or anything, mm. no reason to go up there other than, uh, I don't know, maybe expects the football team to improve.
2: Yeah, I think, well, there must have been, he must have seen, you know, like something he saw up there, and I think they played it well, or well, this is how it played out in the media with him and McCarthy being good mates and both mm. wanting up there, I mean... You know, he's up in a pretty nice part of the world with a good mate of his, and, um, or maybe there'll be issues at Frio. We'll never know some of it unless he releases a a biography at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so some other strengths in 2018, Brisbane were the fifth best clearance team in the comp. Okay. Um, now, I guess a downside of that is Dane Beams, Dane Beams was gone. the man, yeah. like he was uh, their leading clearance person. But on the plus side, Lockie Neal was the leading clearance player for Frio, mm-hmm. and he actually had more clearances than Beams did over the course of the season. So they've they've replaced, uh, like I guess, for the, like, like for like, I guess. Mm-hmm. So where there's a lot of people would say, and I, I'd hate to curse the Vic media here. <laughs> but there'd be a lot of talk on how superior Beams is to Neil, but I personally don't see it that way. I think Neil is a, is a terrific little player, and he'll do well up there.
1: Yeah, great player.
2: Thoughts? You're a Neil fan, or are you just upset? <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing. nothing over the I, table. Yeah, I loved Lockie
1: Neil. He was fantastic, and I was really shocked that he sort of, I guess, wanted to go. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, good luck to him. mm I hope Brisbane are terrible.
2: (laughs) Um, So uh, looking at perhaps some weaknesses, I see the depth um, injuries to a couple of those key players. Mm. And when I talk key players, I mean, um, I look at their defence and Harris Andrews was having such a great year last year and then he copped that knock from Jeremy Cameron and uh, the defence was opened up a bit. Um, Midfield, after you lose guys, if if guys like Neil Zorko are injured, Stefan Martin... Um, he's been a pillar of that, that ruck division for years now, but he's getting it on a bit. And they've got young Oscar McInerney coming through. Uh, but yeah, depth is a, is a bit of a quick question mark. And I guess and, they've got a very young list as yeah, well. Yeah. That's right. Second young, second youngest hmm. list, I think.
1: Yeah. Uh, at the moment.
2: Yep. I've also hollowed their, well, I've hollowed their defence and their forward line. So the defence, um, I think they need some, I think the big guys are really good. So they've got Andrews, they've got, um, and they've got Gardner, and they've bought in Adams, um, yes. which I think is, is a good good defender. A good deal, and they've also got Josh Walker, who's been playing alright. Despite um, I think he's really he's had a real positive change since leaving Geelong and heading up to Brisbane. Mm. Um, but they need some pace in there. Like they're small guys, and I'd say small and with inverted commas, they Luke Hodge, Daniel Rich, and Witherton in who are in their best twenty-two. So mm. beautiful kicks of the footy, all three of them. Yes, but they probably lack the dash that that some of the other sides we're talking about have.
1: That's right. Like
2: Hodge is, I don't know, I think he'd be 35 maybe going into this year. Something like that. Daniel Rich was an interesting one that I thought about. He's, feel like he's been around forever. Yeah. But he's only 28. He's played 183 games. So is he going to be one of those guys that gets to 200 games this year and you think, what has he done? because all he's, he's possessed this beautiful kick. He's got a great kick, yeah. Perhaps hasn't realised the fullness of his potential. Mm. Um, but I, I just feel like he, if if he wants to be part of success, it'd be great to see him step up uh, a bit in, in 2019. And then I also look at, at the forward line. So last year, um, their goals came from Hipwood, who kicked 37. Now, Hipwood looks amazing when he's up, mm. but he needs to be up more. Second was Zorko. Right. Oh, okay and Zorko, and and again um i i cannot stand and I'm sort of getting on my high horse here that if he played for a Melbourne club everyone'd be talking talking about him Zane, dane Zorko is a gun yeah right so he' kicked 26 goals he was like the top five or six for tackles in the whole comp last season like this guy is a jet however they don't want him to be their second leading goal kicker
1: no, I wouldn't. No, definitely not. Who um, else is in the forward
2: line there? McStay is the next one. So he he kicked 22, but the rest of their forwards need to kick more goals. So you've got Hitwood and McStay, the, I guess the tall blokes down there. Louis Taylor kicks a few goals. Charlie Cameron had his injury worries, yeah, but, yep. and should have, in my humble opinion, had goal of the year. Um, mm. depending on, you know. I mean, Jack Higgins, yes, it was great, but I thought was it a difference? for... Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, you know, that we could debate it all day. Yeah. Um, Cam Rayner. So they do have... Um, and Lincoln McCarthy, If hopefully he'll stay fit. He might kick a few goals up in the forward line. Um, but uh, Zane, Dane Zorko is someone I've highlighted as being a really interesting one. So he's the captain at the moment, assuming he keeps that role going in mm. to 2019. Um, a couple of times he lost his cool a little bit and... Um, when When beams handed over the captaincy, and you just wonder if he 's the player to to lead the club, this club of really emerging um, players coming through um, but he needs a big year, even if not st- stats wise he just needs a a really big solid year solid, to help yep. bring those players up and last player i 'll talk about is Jared Lyons he was i think seventh in the comp for clearances. Last year, wow. Yet, he gets delisted, and 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 I'll talk about that when we go. I guess more to the Gold Coast, Coast, but on the upside for Brisbane, that is a huge signing Mm. for nothing. Like Jared Lyons slots straight into that midfield Mm. without any doubt whatsoever, and will you know fill that clearance void, you know that so. In replacing beams, they've got Neil and Lyons, and I think that's massive for their midfield. Uh, I just think that's huge. Um, so. Wow, third look-
1: in clearances per game. Yeah, wow. so
2: massive. Ma- how many games did he play? Uh, oh, played 19 games. Yeah, so for Gold Coast, he didn't play
1: finals. You know, yeah. playing. Every game. Yeah, yeah, nearly every game. Delisted.
2: Yeah, which was bizarre. Um, but we'll, as like I said, talk about mm. Gold Coast and we'll come off the long run there. Uh, looking at the coach, Fags. Um, I think he's done a wonderful job up there and it just seems like there's a positive vibe about the place and yeah. that's what you want. So despite, um, their latter position, it's almost irrelevant. I think they won five games last year. Who cares? Yeah. Um, but they got close in a lot of games. They weren't getting belted. Yeah. Um, but now this year, um, they'd be wanting to turn a few of those close losses into wins. Um, and then who knows? Because uh, I've talked about it before, about um, there's a there's teams in that sort of missing the eight bracket. Like, I, I've got Frio Bulldogs. I've got Hawthorne there. We'll talk about them shortly. Mm. Um,
1: Sydney, Geelong floating
2: around there. Yeah, so we've got North. Um, North, yeah. So we've got these teams, and if they can beat a few of those teams, you know, maybe we get to a point where Brisbane are just missing or contending uh, for the top eight. So... Um I've got Brisbane 14th, which is only one better than last year, which is a tough one. What are your thoughts? What do you where do you think Brisbane Yeah, are at?
1: I've got them finishing 12th. Um I think that yeah, a lot of those things you've said that they, they should really improve. If I feel can... like
2: I've just talked them up then I've gone yeah. 14th. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 no, but
1: I think that they can yeah, you, know, you said five wins last season. I think that yeah. they can improve on that a
2: fair bit. I mean, yeah. they should be getting another three or four. I would yeah. think at least. Mm. Um, like they- if I was a Brisbane fan, I'd be wanting to go and watch Brisbane next yeah. year. Like, and you talk about and and maybe you can relate to this as a Freo supporter who's supposed to be going through a, a rebuild. Yeah, this is an exciting rebuild. It is. This, this is how, and they've lost a stack of players, but they've gone to the draft and they've seemed to have done it well. They've got. I guess the difference is the new coach when they bottomed out mm. um and there's optimism um so I think um if Brisbane who knows I I think i say 14th um but I I I will certainly if Brisbane are, are on on the Fox footy, uh I'll be tuning in to have a look because I think they'll uh, they'll be exciting to watch This
0: is holding the ball the podcast
2: now we're going to dissect the Hawks with a bit of news this week. So, Mike, uh, what are your thoughts on the Hawks? How do you think they'll go? The Hawks
1: were, uh, I thought, were going to do very well until this week. Um, so you think
2: one player makes that much one of a difference? One player
1: makes that much difference. That is the difference between finals and not.
2: Ooh, no, wow.
1: Maybe not that big, but no, maybe it is
2: that big. So you... Th- and we were discussing this at an earlier point, and... Uh, you think Hawks are playing finals? Yeah, so maybe we'll start
1: there. Um, I originally thought the Hawks would finish around fifth based on them finishing fourth last year and the fact that I thought that they're, they've probably brought some good players in with um, Wingard and Scully. Scully, if he uh, recovers from injuries and that. Yep. Um, but I'm not sure that those two players can make up for the loss in, in Tom Mitchell now. I think that they're probably going to go backwards. Um, And I think even in, what was it, 2017, they finished... Twelfth.
2: Twelfth. That's huge. So I just think they had... um, And we did discuss and argue about this, which is terrific. Um, This is one of the teams that we definitely don't agree on. Uh, I think they had a soft draw, Mm. so they were able to finish fourth. And then... In the finals, they are exposed by better teams, big time.
1: Mm. Yeah, well, I think that their team is a little weaker in, in certain areas. Mm. Um, you know, they they have lost a bit as well. Um, now um, we might talk about that. Um, yeah, I was going to say, who did they lose? Ryan Burton gone, uh, and he was the part of the the future. Like, he was, he was, he was one of those guys that sort of came from nowhere and was played. wonderful. Yeah. yeah. And they've had to trade him to, what was it, to get Wingard yeah. in? I think so was part of that deal.
2: Yeah. He's a Port. porter thrilled about that, I would have thought.
1: Yeah. Great pickup. Um, and then they've also lost, uh, Rioli, who retired. Um, but I guess Wingard's the sort of direct replacement there. Mm. Probably fill that role. Uh, I actually highlighted another one, which I thought was quite a, quite a big loss. Ty Vickery. <laughs> 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 I, I think that that's one of the worst. Tra- uh, like pickups or trades. They didn't trade for him, did
2: they? Pick him up? No, they, maybe they it's a late Yeah, but I mean Hawthorne, I guess. Back the culture. Clarko backs himself to get he the does, best out of these people. But, but I'm but... not sure the culture's going to fix him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> no, am Sorry, uh, Ty. If you're uh, any of our punters out there disagree, feel free to get in touch with us. We'd love to talk about Ty. You're a much more. better foot- footballer than me. That's for mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> yeah. No. T- um,
1: so the ins there, uh, Scrimshaw, uh, Scully, and Wingard said Wingard I thinks the direct replacement for Rioli. So you see him playing forward. Well, I did. Yeah, I think he'll need to go. He needs mid minutes. He needs to get some mid minutes. Uh, I guess that probably comes back to stuff.
2: That's a new term, a holding the ball podcast term, mid minutes. Mid minutes. Yeah, you heard it here first. Okay. We'll add it to the Hashtag vocabulary. Mid minutes. Yeah. Hashtag mid minutes. Okay. Uh, someone else that might get some
1: hashtag mid minutes is uh, Tom Scully, and you know hopefully mm. he can sort of stay injury free or is he st- i think he 's still recovering from yeah. actually, I think he was uh, on sort of some running duties and things like that in, in okay. latest training well, that 's positive um, but yeah it 's touch and go I guess they didn 't have to trade a lot to to get him mm. and um,
2: maybe that respects the
1: the sort of injury history that he's had.
2: Yeah, well, GWS obviously felt that, well, I mean, I think they were happy to offload his wage because they've got Mm. bigger pressing concerns that we've discussed in a previous podcast. Mm. Um, But also I think um, they obviously felt that they may not be able to get the best out of him Mm. due to his injury. So watch this space. Watch this space all right? So let's have a look at, a little bit of a look at the team.
1: Um I think the big discussion point obviously this week is Tom Mitchell. Um Yeah. Bit of a shame that he uh broke his leg the other day. Um Yeah, in both
2: the tibia and,
1: and the fibula, so yeah. that's uh,
2: that's as yeah. bad as it
1: gets. That's right. Um so I think maybe the discussion goes from them pushing for final spots to well maybe that's where they they're trying to do now is trying to push for that final spot rather than maybe having it a bit more guaranteed than they they would have had with Tom Tom Mitchell. so who they who's going to replace Tom yeah, Mitchell? That was the next question. yeah um, I guess Scully is one for me, but that's so up in the air at the moment that mm. you just don't know uh,
2: and he's not Scully is a runner like he will run all day mm. whereas Mitchell just gets it. Like Scully won't get it 55 times a week and kick two goals. and That's true, yeah. Do all the things that Mitchell... Mitchell's in and under, gets the handballs out. Mm, he does mm. everything. So he's, he's one of those, and because of that, he's very going to be very tough to replace. What are your yeah. thoughts on the the Warpedo? I'm on the Warpedo wagon. Yeah. I, like, I think he's a, he's a jet. And that little passage of play where he took out Selwood uh, in a game yes, at the end of last that's year right. just was his... That was actually really... And he really, kicked the yeah. sealer when they beat Essendon. As well, um, like for a pick, forty something. I think he was pick forty five, which is ridiculous because he was talked about leading into that draft. He had a really good debut season. Mm. So I think
1: he played <clears throat> eleven games last year, averaged seventeen disposals. It's not bad. So it's pretty good. And I guess Mitchell out. He's probably going to get more hashtag mid minutes. Mm. Uh, need to. Um, yeah, so uh, eleven games last year. I reckon he's probably going to play most games.
2: Well, that, uh, you you got to see it as an opportunity, don't you, mm, yeah. to blood these kids because they've got—I don't know—half the teams, you know, probably on the what they call it, the ret- retirees list or the seniors list.
1: Yeah, well, there's the other guys like who, who else will go through the midfield in his yeah. absence. Uh, I think maybe Burgoyne's probably going to have to have a few mid minutes. Yeah. Um, Wingard, oh, I think, was to. probably going to play a lot forward but is going to have a, a few mid-minutes. Um, and then you've got other maybe outsiders, Impey, Howe. Maybe these guys are going to go through there. You probably don't have any out-and-out out certainties that are going to be in there. Yeah. Um, these guys are just probably going to be rotating through and taking a bit of the slack.
2: Yeah. It's uh, It'll be interesting to see how that pans out. But mm. So do you see... Like, what do you see as a real strength for Hawthorne next or this this year?
1: Well, I sort of thought that their team was quite balanced. I don't think that they had too many out and out stars other than Mitchell. Mm. Um, but if you sort of look through the list, um, you've got sort of Sicily, Frawley, sort of strong, tall defenders.
2: Yeah, Sicily was in the spine, for a, a big part of last year, wasn't he? So he'll yep. slot back in. And
1: then in the forward line, you've got Gunston and Roughhead. Uh, So that's, you know, again, a couple of pretty decent
2: Mm. forwards. Ruffy's getting to the end, though.
1: He is. He is. But I think, you know, the sort of stay-at-home forward role probably suits him more now.
2: Yeah.
1: You can't sort of roam around the ground because he was always quite good at roaming around. He's not as tall as some of the other tall forwards. He's really good on the ground. Maybe Mm. he's a bit more of a stay-at-home forward now. Yeah. Um, And I guess you've got uh you know the the small forwards they've been strong there for a while Puapolo and uh, and bruce yeah um so i always thought that their team was quite balanced um they've got a mix of some some older guys some younger guys um i think you know i think their squad is generally aging but they've yeah. been sort of over the last few years rotating the older guys out and trying to get some new guys in
2: yeah well obviously that the Sam Mitchell, the Jordan Lewis and the Luke Hodges mm. were well documented and talked about. Yeah. Um, but when you have that sustained success that they did with those four grand finals, three premierships, you're going to have a core body of blokes. And I think they've got a fair few that are hitting 30 or on the wrong side of 30 that are going to... There's going to be an exodus. And they've done well to get the guys in that they have, you know, O'Meara... That's one we haven't talked about. True, uh, yep. Jagerbom, yeah. Uh And uh, um, I've lost me. To <laughs> uh, Wingard and, and, and other guys like that Yeah. Know, and Mitchell uh, to try and, you know, counter, counteract that.
1: Yeah, so I sort of thought that the midfield, assuming Mitchell was fit, mm-hmm. would have been Mitchell, O'Meara, Shields and uh, McAvoy. That would have been the starting lineup. I would have thought, in the midfield. Yeah. Now you've got O'Meara and Shields shouldering more of the load, and uh, you know, someone replacing Mitchell, yeah, which is which is difficult. And they have the the oldest list in the AFL, so. Um, well, that's if you got the oldest
2: list in the comp, you want to be.
1: You want to be up the top, yep. or you want to be rebuilding, I guess, getting rid of them and rebuilding.
2: Yep. Question for you. Yeah. And you are not expecting this one. I am just throwing this on you. Great. So Ruffy stepped down from the captaincy. Mm. Who's Who's going to take that on? Who's going to be Hawthorne captain? Can someone do it from the bench? From the stance? Barker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <was thinking> Mitchell. <laughs> oh, Mitchell. Uh, uh, uh,
1: rough, he stood. Um, it's
2: tough. I'm not too sure. So you? they always talked about Shields mm. as being that player, which I think he suits it because he's just a machine at the footy. Mm. But I think they've also talked about, who was it? Do they talk about Gunston or something? I don't know if Gunston's a captain. But would would
1: you have a stopgap for a year and then bring Mitchell in next year? Maybe Is Mitchell like a, a captain
2: just because he gets a lot of the footy. Brownlow medalist. Yeah, but oh, you're one of those. Are eh? one of those best player. Oh, well, Eagles my captain, my, my
1: captain's the best player.
2: So, <laughs> well, yeah, well, you know, he's your only player. Um, <laughs> um, we're not
1: talking about Fremantle here. No, we're, we're talking not. about Hawthorne. I don't so, know. Um, my money's on Shields. What we- about someone like Burgoyne doing it for a year? He's a leader.
2: Yeah, no arguments there. Would he want to do what? it? I don't know. It's probably his last season, wouldn't you think? You'd think so. I mean, he him seems and- to just keep going, but so you'd think him and Ruffy, mm. they'd be their last season, and then maybe the following year you've got guys like up- Popolo. Yeah,
1: he's he's, uh, he's aging a bit. Mm. Um, someone like Birchall.
2: He's been around for a while.
1: I think he's had a, a couple of injury hit years, but yeah. he should be. I think he's back in there in the mix now. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll mm. see. Maybe Scully will do it <laughs> 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 from the bench. <laughs> um, so on the coach, um, we all know that he's a bloody good coach. He's done it all
2: under pressure. <laughs> wouldn't I wouldn't, so. have so. <laughs> wouldn't have thought so.
1: Uh, yeah, Alistair, if you're listening, there's a job over in the west if you need it. Fifteenth <laughs> um, season in charge. Um, yeah, obviously, what you say we, they finished? Was it twelfth in seventeen? Yeah, and then finished fourth. Yeah, fourth last on that, year on the ladder. Uh, big improvement, um, huge. But I'm not sure whether they're going to maintain that. Uh, uh, based on the things we've talked about, I think that they're probably going to drop off significantly. Um, yeah. He's not under pressure. He's no. fine. Whatever they do, you know, even if they rebuild now, yeah, he he's can, fine. He can do what he likes. Um, so, yeah, originally my ladder prediction for Hawthorne was fifth. Well, I think they're going to struggle to make the finals now.
2: So which team, sorry, when you've got them fifth, like, who have you got just below them? GWS in sixth. So you rated... Hawthorne above GWS. I did. Wow. Not anymore. <laughs> okay, not anymore.
1: Uh, I think and uh, Adelaide, probably around that 6, 7, 8 mark as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I really think that those three teams are now better than Hawthorne. Yes. Uh, and, you know, you've got teams I like... I have said
2: they're better than Hawthorne before we had that discussion, <laughs> but that's uh, that's the beauty of it. Well, in my opinion, they are now better. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think Sydney, Geelong, they're the teams that I had just outside the eight. Yep. They're probably pushing for that uh, that spot in there as well now.
2: Yeah. I think the only difference we had with our eight is I don't have Hawthorne in it. Like I didn't have Hawthorne in it. I've got Hawthorne 13th. 13th. Like, I think, who was it, Brad Johnson uh, was, uh, copped a bit of criticism when they were doing all the trade talk, um, mm. saying that, yeah, he thinks Hawthorne are going to bottom, not bottom out, but are going to have a tough year and I agree with him. You finish fourth, you get a tough draw. Um, I think they'll get a tough draw and I think I don't think they've got the list of a lot of the clubs that are, I don't know I think it's going to be a real open battle for top eight spots and I just don't know if Hawthorne have got the cattle I don't think they do anymore um, particularly without Mitchell to compete Mm. like it's a tough one. So yeah Hawthorne could
1: have a bit of a dip I think this year Mm.
0: Holding the ball with Mike and Bomber
1: it's time for the Gold Coast Suns. How are they going to go? Mmm.
2: <laughs> That's about it. Um, do we need to even worry? Yeah, we do. <laughs> we do. And and this this has been a little irk of mine. A little irk. We'll call it an, 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 irk. an irk. Is that in the dictionary, that word? Dunno. You can look into that while I talk about the the outs. It'll take me about three minutes <laughs> just to go through the outs at Gold Coast. It it You hear in the media and, and all that about them talking about Gold Coast and, they, and they're Common thing I hear is why would you want to go up there, and and I just think that's not what we want to hear from people in the media. Like the AFL have obviously thrown a lot of resources into this club, and they're obviously going to do whatever it takes to make it work. I think. Yeah, so,
1: well, uh, we had someone go up there last last season, lucky well. We yeah, yeah
2: which, and um, and he went okay. And there's another ex frio bloke that's going to, I think, be important for them uh, next year in Sam Collins. Ah, yeah, yeah. Up. He had a season out in the VFL, I think. Yeah, played really, really well, mm. and he's been picked up as one of their top ups. Mm. Um, so, I mean, when you think Gold Coast, what comes to mind? Wooden spoon. <laughs> wooden spoon. <laughs> Would well, that be the favourite? Um,
1: Very. They're getting
2: my wooden spoon. Yeah. Well, I dare say they're. I
1: think they're that they've mine. probably gone and and almost publicly admitted that they have to rebuild again. Well,
2: really. it was it was a. Proper clean-out. Like, the last two years almost have been a proper, you know what? If you don't want to be here, like and that's what happened with Stephen May, you don't want to be here, off you go. Because they don't need that around the place. No. Particularly if Stephen May was going to be captain. That's right. So I think they. I take my hat off to them. So we've got, leaving that club, we've got Tom Lynch, Stephen May, the big ones, Cade Colgazny, Jack Scrimshaw. Aaron Hall, if I can speak properly. Aaron Hall to North. So they're five who you'd say are in their best side. Oh, that's huge. Uh, out, Scrimshaw struggled to get a game, but the others are, are huge. Mm. Um, Barlow was delisted, um, and Jared Lyons was delisted, picked up by Brisbane. Matt Rose are retired and is now a line coach at West Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mm. know. Uh, they Let's bought- give it to the old dog. Yeah. Um, uh, and coming in they picked up Corey Ellis and Anthony Miles from Richmond. Now Miles mm. I'll talk about a bit more. Like I think Miles is a gun. Okay. I think he, Why? because he's good. Okay. And he won the he won the VFL player, like their version of whatever the Brownlow is. Their you know, their player their of the year. Best player. Yeah. He's
1: voted by them. Yeah,
2: the umps. <laughs> uh so and he's genuinely been genuinely beaten starved opportunities because he's competing with Cotchin and Martin and yeah, all yep. those guys. Um, they've picked up Hall and Smith and Murdoch from Geelong, who were mm. depth players at Geelong, yep, yep. but won't be depth players at the Gold Coast. No. Um, and they picked up Homsch uh, from Port. Now, Homsch will be a good one because Homsch will come straight in and, Whilst you could argue he's not Steve May, he will play that role. Yeah, he will be. He will slot straight into. It's probably
1: defense. good uh, trading from uh, Gold Coast. Really get some guys in there that just want to play footy.
2: They will not be yeah. going anywhere, those mm. guys, and that's what they want, and and that's why they had to give up so much for Lockie Weller the year before because yeah. he wants to be there.
1: Yeah, true. Yeah.
2: Um, the thing that puzzles me a bit is you've got a guy like Barlow there, mm. and you can criticise him all you like for he's got his deficiencies, mm. but Barlow will go out and get it 25 times a week, and he's a senior player. He seems to, he's seems he been through a bit with his broken legs. He's, oh, he's just got so much experience, yeah. and they played him. I think he may have – you could count him on one hand. He, I think he played three games, mm. and then they delist him. Obviously not in Stuart jew 's plans, but I just – I don't really understand that thinking. Yes, you can blood kids, but surely there's room for someone like Barlow Oh yeah, and, and wines
1: we, for that matter. We talked about that uh, the mm. other day. when, I mean, you know, someone like Carlton should be going and, uh, yep. and uh, getting yep. Barlow in there for a season. Yep, and I'll, I'll just help the young guys yeah. out.
2: I'd, I'd just see him. Like, yes, we can play the youth policy, but oh, I don't know. I just think sometimes we go a bit gung ho with that, and we can batter the kids around a bit. Mm. Like these kids at the Gold Coast. I mean, you can understand them wanting to leave because they're just getting hammered every week, um, and you don't want that. So they got yeah. guys in there who want to be there. At the moment, which is good, but I dare say Barlow would have been happy to be there. And I think, yeah, I think
1: three games, it's a real surprise. Yeah,
2: I think that's disappointing.
1: Average 26 disposals last season. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I know. Horrendous. Who else would have done that at at Gold Coast? Probably Lyons, who's also been delisted. (laughs) And uh, Hall, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Get Um, rid of all the good guys. Yeah. So, uh, positives. Now, I think they drafted well. Mm. Like, everyone picked, everyone expected them to pick up Lacocious, Rankin, and King. And that's how it went. Okay. The task for them is to keep them. Yeah. Um, and I think they traded up, they took West Coast picks so they could get McLennan. So they got three South Australian boys over there, Mm. um, that they wanted to keep them together. And Ben King was always going to be separated from his brother, um, who went to the Saints. Yeah. Um, I see most likely all of those playing. Big, big time next year. lacosius is a tall, King's a tall. They'll slot in somewhere. Mm. They've got two-meter Peter and uh, and Sam Day up forward, um, mm. who are guys who you know seemingly committed there, which is great. Yep. Um, yeah. So King and Licocious will 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 battle with those guys for a spot. It's
1: tough for the Gold Coast, isn't it? You you have to get guys from other states
2: because mm.
1: there's just guys not local guys aren't, you know, playing yeah. footy and at that level. Mm.
2: Well, they're saying that, and this is, a, I guess, a positive. Um, they're saying that um, grassroots, like juniors, is booming. Okay. Like, so for that, it's good. been really good. Um, but we're obviously not seeing that at a, uh, a senior level yet. So they've got a lot of talent um, at the Gold Coast. They need to make sure. So next year, their players that come out of contract. I think a Jack Martin who they'll mm. talk about him going. Yep. And I think Ben Ainsworth is one of them, who was its first round pick in 2016. He's now played 30 games, and they need to make sure he stays so that they can, okay. they can start building a side. Like you've got David Swallow's committed for five years, which I think is great, and I think mm. he'll be their captain. Um, yeah. Because obviously Lynch and may have gone. I think he'll be a skipper, and I think he's a good skipper. Mm. Um, him or there was also talk of Took Miller Who I think is also A yeah, good player yeah. yep. I think its uh, strength of theirs Is I think they've got One of the best Ruckman in the comp Jared Witts Is You know um, Certainly does His fair share um, mm. They love You know Pierce Hanley To be fit um, Oh yeah And uh, I think yeah, Sam Collins and Jack Homps Are good additions Into the back line The weaknesses for Gold Coast We could go on all day um, <laughs> Their defence Will be absolutely Pumped in In 2019 It will yeah Um, so it was the second leakiest in 2018 and that won't change. Um, I like the additions, um, of Collins and Homsch Um, Mm. and they, they'd like to get some of those young kids running through there. I mean, you've got Harbrow and Archie who, you know, just do what they do, but Hanley is really important that he stays fit. Um, that's a, that's a big one for them. And then midfield, there's just, and we've talked about this with other sides. Um, there's no A grade talent in that midfield at all Um, I think that Swallow if he stays fit could it'd be great to see him get some continuity in his footy and I would think Miles would be licking his lips at the opportunity to get a you know he'll play round one in that midfield and and I think he'll really relish that so I think Gold Coast is all about opportunity you know for these Mm. kids if they can and it's all about retention so they've got to sign these kids up so They've got to try and sign these draftees up as soon as they can, particularly guys like Ben King. Mm. Um, you know, and and hopefully these guys will repay the faith and stay yeah, you, there. You just got to
1: hope that they stay, don't you?
2: Yeah. Yep. So hopefully they've they've drafted well, keeping the South Aussie boys uh, together. Um, they they weren't keen to get rid of those those two and three um, draft picks. They wanted to keep them. They back they're backing themselves in. They've and uh, I think Stuart Jew... Um, he's got a big task, but I don't think he's under pressure. Like they, I think not Gold Coast know is it's at, and I, I feel like in 2019 he gets a free hit. I wouldn't say a complete free hit. Mm.
1: They've got to show something.
2: It's uh, it's just been a no ball, mate. And there's a free hit, and they yeah. can just have a swing. Uh, he'll reckon. have a swing, and they'll he'll get away with it for a little
1: while. Yeah. Um. Second season in charge. Mm. I think you still want to see them trying to win a few more games than, than they did last season. I mean, they've got yeah. the big outs. Yeah. But you want to just see some improvement, maybe some exciting footballs.
2: You'd some... like to see them, particularly at home, mm. not get belted, I reckon. Yeah. I reckon you, you don't want to see them. Wins, yeah, sure, a couple of wins keeps the morale up. But you just don't want them getting belted by 60 to 80 points every no. week.
1: And it's teams like the Gold Coast and other teams that are not Melbourne-based teams that need mm. to create the fortress at home and try yeah. and make that yeah. tough for opposition to come yeah. to.
2: There was a game up there that I watched, um, and clearly I had nothing else to do because it was Gold Coast and St Kilda. <laughs> and Gold Coast, for all money, should have won that game. And then Gresham's kicked this goal from the pocket, and the Saints have pinched it. You know, you've got to be winning those games yeah. at home. You know, your fans have endured a pretty rough. Few years after yeah. the whole Ablett thing, and then what that what's happened this year. But um, losing a game at the end is mm-hmm. generally down to experience, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah
1: but the more experienced sides don't lose those games. Mm.
2: So I think, um, you know, we're predicting them to finish on the bottom. Um, I don't think too many people would argue with that. No. Um, Carlton might give them a run for their money. We'll talk about Carlton later on. But mm. um, I think, yeah, just being competitive, and I think Stuart G will be judged on people. Um, getting some signatures. I think that's his big thing. If they They're get, the is that his job? It? Uh, it's not, but it's his job to build the climate. Yeah. And the culture. Make, yeah. And and set the standards and make people want to play. Apparently mm. they've been in New Zealand just running the house down. The, the focus has been on running. Just fitness. Yep. So, because, <clears throat> excuse me, a few issues for them was running out last quarters. It was okay. a big problem. Well, that would be young leagues. Yeah. So, interesting to see how they go. I'm, I'm, excited to see what Gold Coast look like you've got all these good kids running around and hopefully mm. they can you know we can see someone take the comp by storm you know like yeah. a, like Rankin just looks like a freak mm. um, and uh, he was all the talk like he could have been a pick one so hopefully there's some good stories to come out of the Gold Coast and mm. all the talk um, as easy and I think it's sorry I think it's lazy journalism sometimes just kicking a team while they're down but I'd like to see uh, us talking about all the talent that's up there and hopefully they can surprise a few teams yeah Let's hope.
0: This is Holding the Ball, the podcast with Mike and Bomber. All right, episode three. We are done and dusted. Mike and Bomber, Holding the Ball podcast. There we go. Another three
2: teams down. How do we
0: feel? Very good. Good. That That wasn't too bad. Feels like I've been for a run. It's
2: great. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, uh, yeah. Hopefully, coming together nicely.
0: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, we'll be back again uh, next week. We've got. uh, We're going to try and jump onto the weekly cycle of the podcast, which was the promise right from the beginning, wasn't it? Mm, Yeah. We'll uh, we'll do that. Nine teams down. We've got. Another three coming up next week.
1: Yes, Mike, who've we got? So next week we've got Richmond, Geelong, and Adelaide. I think some pretty big interesting teams. teams there.
2: Yeah, big teams. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll actually be a huge podcast. I think huge. Um, one, of, one of the
0: one of the biggest. Mm. <laughs> exactly. Still,
2: still got the biggest of all, just waiting up our sleeve. No, right now. No. Yeah, we do. Hey? That's uh, yeah. When, when is that going to feature? By the way. Oh, I don't know. Might be an Australia Day special. Ah. Oh, well,
0: doing it from down south Yeah, maybe <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to phone in Phone in for the podcast Yeah, we've got
1: a bit of a bucks do on uh, Australia Day long weekend So um, I don't think that's going to happen <laughs> Possibly not <laughs> Hangover uh, podcasts haven't gone very well
0: <laughs> We actually haven't done this podcast yet, I don't think, without a hangover So Mike, the mm. first time we recorded the show, you were absolutely uh, grey in the face I was struggling, big yeah. time the roles are kind of flipped today. I wouldn't say grey in the face for Bomber today. Keeping it together, certainly uh, on the water and um, yeah, a little dusty, little dusty,
2: dusty. Mm-hmm. So just um, having a bit of a party with himself. <laughs> 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 just you know, just that one of those those nights where you just get well, on it? Things. What exactly were you drinking though? Were you mixing them up? Or? Uh, yeah, just just the CC and dry It's a good you know. That's the big campaign over beer. Have a CC and dry everybody. Mm, Drink refreshing. responsibly. <laughs> No. <laughs> Clearly we've been promoting that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll leave, uh, we'll leave everyone to it. We've got to get out of here. Of course, if you want to get in touch with the show, Bomber, where do we do that? Uh,
2: we'd love to hear from you via email at holdingtheballpodcast at gmail.com. I mean, if you flick us some questions, we'll, we'll try and get to them. That'd be wonderful to do a podcast mm. where we, we try and uh, provide our expertise in answering your questions mm. or on our Twitter handle at Pod. Great. It'd be great to hear from you. You Mm. can catch us
0: on uh, iTunes. We're on Spotify, Wooshka. It's actually pretty cool, really. And, of course, please leave a review because that's the only way that it's going to get out there. I wouldn't say leave a bad review, would you?
1: (laughs) Is it (laughs) any publicity is good publicity? Something like that. We'll
0: roll with that. All right. We'll we'll get out of here. Uh, This is Holding the Ball, Mike and Bomber. We'll catch you next week.